Welcome to every album ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael Monsoor, and I'm joined, as always, by my not enjoying the new fall weather. No. Because it's 98 degrees right now. Uh, co-host Alexander Volt, say hello. I'm the real bad daddy here. Oh, <laughs> boy. This is every album ever the podcast. We listen to every single album in the world, one artist at a time. That's a new discography per episode. And today, uh, we'll be discussing every album. Bye. I'm already shaking my head. The cramps. The cr- cramps. God damn it. Requested by Rory. This is a. Uh, Rory's requested cool bands dude, before, right? R- Rory's old school. R- Rory's been with us for so long. Okay. He requested, I won't say anything. He requested the Crass episode, yeah. uh, which was, I, I mean, it was delightful. I fucking lo- love Crass now. Yeah. And he, he threw out. Uh, he gave first of all, he gave us a bunch of extra money for no okay, reason. Okay. So thank Christ, yeah. <laughs> thank you, buddy. And then he he gave like a list of of bands, like any one of these. Sure. And I knew, I think all of them. Maybe I'd heard only one of them, mm-hmm. and one of them was the Cramps, and I thought like that's a actual band that is like. It's got a deep description. The other ones were like punk bands with like a one, two sure. albums, and like I thought, you know, I've never listened to the Cramps. I never gave him a shot. Neither have I. I think it's I think it's about time. I think I'm a big punk guy. I think it's about time. I probably would have agreed with you as well. And uh, this uh, is not punk music. This is uh, this is not Mike's band. This this is not a Mike band. It's not Alex's band this either. Is, this is not our band. No, I, I'm so. Like, I, this no. was one of the. I fucking hate them. I I might sound like a broken record on this podcast because, oh boy, there is only so much you can say about one cramp song. Let alone what did we do? Seven, eight albums worth. Oof. Uh, uh, nine. Oh, we did nine. Nine. Well, eight albums in one compilation. Y- yes. And, uh, we man, we're gonna get into all of it. Okay, all this, of it. Yeah. All of it, baby. Uh, so if you want to help us out, and if you already, if you're still here, that means you probably don't like the crap that much. If you don't, if you like the crap, I'm sure you clicked off a long time ago. And if you didn't get that, uh, unless you're a, a cool daddyo, right, right into the mat. Right oh, sorry, the sorry, mat. sorry. Right. It's been a while. Been yeah. a while between podcasts. Uh, so. As you were, yeah. Unless you're a cool daddy and open to to, uh, to, to hatred, yeah. This is not unfounded hatred, goddamn. This is me no. <laughs> dissecting music the way I do every day. But I'm also just an idiot with an opinion, so you know, mind mind your business. But if you want to help us out, you know, do all the things. You can subscribe and you can fucking like and you can tell buddies and all that. Uh, but if you want to really help us out, Patreon.com/slash every album ever. You get bonus episodes, early access, certain episodes, twenty percent off all merch, and most importantly, just like Rory did here, you can jump the line. Uh, we have many, 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 many requests. Many of them getting more and more interesting and cooler. I keep getting more emails of like, "Fuck, that's a good idea." I guess, I guess this is the nature of the podcast. We've done, we've done some heavy hitters. We still have some heavy hitters, but yeah. The uh, the nature of time and evolving. It's we we we've definitely settled into the groove of like covering the bands that no one's talking about so much that people still like the 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 cult bands. Mm-hmm. And I I'm so happy that our our listeners are those people that like all right more of this weird shit that 
I know you like, oh. I know I like, but no one else talks about. Yeah. Also probably not for our main audience, but some people, uh, we, we willed a Fuji's reunion. That's right. Into existence. We just did Fuji's episode 102. We are. Or 101. And then they got back together. We are, we are tastemakers. <laughs> <laughs> they heard, they heard our 70 view video. They did. <laughs> Whitecliff John was, I'm telling you, uh, Praz, Praz Pro- probably has like 72 followers. On That's true. On Instagram. We're, we're, we're building him up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So fucked up. That he's cool. <laughs> and honestly, today I, I was working and then one of the guys just put on food. I was like, this is weird. This is weird. And he's like, you know the reunite? I was like, I do know that. Yeah, I do That's know so that. Interesting. Weird. And I listen to all two of their albums. <laughs> all two. I, I fucking put in the work. I listen to all. Th- <laughs> Uh, but uh, yes, yeah, so you can do that. You can also check out the, the new merch. It's very cool and it's very fun and very cool. Um, Spotify, Spotify, Spotify playlist on the cramps. You can find a link in the description. We got playlists associated with every episode and uh, there's a lot of albums here. So it's going to be nice and condensed and uh, it's the greatest hits in the eyes of Mike and Alex. But at a certain point, uh, after a certain album, I stopped adding songs. And and that's funny that you you said that because I already know we had a different journey. Oh yeah, I already know we had a diff- we had a different journey with this band. And I will tell you out the gate, I was worried because I I heard the first the first record, which is like ah oh, shit. Yes, I know this is not going to change much. Yeah, I know it's not going to change, and it did not change that much throughout the, all nine albums. They're they're pretty much they they do what they do. So let's talk about them. Yes. Uh, like, are we going to intro them? Or? Uh, no, just backstory. Oh, okay. Lux Let's talk about them, the band. That's yeah. how, that's how, like, uh, that's how anxious I was to, like, get this over with. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, in 1972, Lux Interior meets Poison Ivy, the guitar player and vocalist Lux, uh, in Sacramento. They decided to form a band over their shared love of, of campy horror sci-fi movies. And, and of each uh, other. And of each other. Were they together? They were married for like 37 oh, okay. years. <laughs> yeah, okay. They were married the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. So they formed a band, made their way over to New York in 1975, uh, became CBGB's regulars. And then, to my surprise... <laughs> Fucking Alex Chilton. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, big star. Recovered big star. Check that out. Yeah. Something. It's in there somewhere. I was like, what a weird, weird connection. He yeah. pro- he produced their uh, first two singles. Mm-hmm. And um, and yeah. And then their EP. And I was like, what a random connection. And then there was no sources for this. So I don't know if it's true. But uh, they also, the cramps gained some some clout by opening up for the police over in the in the UK. Oh, yeah, I heard that as well. I yeah. don't know. I mean, that seems a real weird, weird I could bill. see it. I could see it, especially because, like, the yeah, police... The police are a little bit more... They're, they're not so punky. Yeah. But the cramps are... Their music isn't so punky, but their aesthetic sure is. Yes, yes. It's a a band whose uh, logo, or not so much logo, but a t-shirt is more notorious than their actual music. 100% that same image, and we're not covering that image today. No, no. no, Because it's a a a single, right? No, it's a a bullshit compilation. Okay. Or maybe maybe it might have been one of the singles, but it's most notably on the... Bad music for bad people. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Yes, uh, 
And that's like a, it's like a, a shittier, uh, greedier version of the compilation we're covering. Oh, okay. so it's like the same songs put up by another label while they still have the rights just to make money. It was like a, it was con- kind of controversial. Yeah, so we're we're doing the superior version. Yeah, or as superior as you can get with the with the cramps. It is is definitely <laughs> the the better. I'm assuming it has more on it. But uh, where am I? Okay, so that's about it. That's I mean, about it. There's like there's a lot of overlap. They have a lot of members changes, but it's just been Poison Ivy and Lux the whole those, time. Yeah, those are the lots of member changes. Uh, um, I guess the notable um, other member who was in there for a, a quick second, and we talked about in the Gun Club episode, uh, Kid Congo Power. Kid Congo Powers. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he was on there for some singles and the second album, I believe. Yes. Yeah, so he's probably like the third most famous. Yeah, person. Everyone else, if you want to use famous for Kid Congo, <laughs> it's weird, and it's funny because I was in, what a weird career. I, interesting guy. Yeah, yeah, and, and just looking at like interviews with the guy, he's super likable. He's yeah. like, he seems like a really cool guy. Yeah. But in that Gun Club documentary, check out that episode. Being just plug city this episode. Uh, in the in the Gun Club documentary, uh, the original Gun Club guitarist talked about how. The cramps were looking for a guitar or a second guitarist, and he auditioned, and Kid Congo Powers ended up getting it, and he was like still bitter about it. He's like, almost well, a better guitarist. And <laughs> it just chose him because he looked better. Kid Congo, Kid, he has like a unique look for, had the for whole, like a punk in the punk scene. Yeah, he had yeah he had the the old thing, and the other guy was just like a regular dude who was just like a good, good guitar player. Yeah, sorry buddy, get the fuck out of yeah, here with your bitch ass clothes. Especially in a band like this where aesthetics are more important than the music. I would say they they put a lot of emphasis on the aesthetic here. Yes. A lot. And, and music. Oh, Jesus. Hey, y'all like rock and roll? I hope so. Because we're about to hear fucking two hours of us talking about it. Do you like Link Ray's Rumble? Because that's every fucking song. I disagree. I think one, so- <laughs> one I think song's in, not Rumble. In their, no, 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 no. In their entire career, they only truly rip off Rumble once, or it's a brutal rip off. And and I mean, like, this is just Rumble. This is just Rumble. The rest of it is just because I like Rumble. I don't like rock and roll very I much. I like Rumble too. Rumble's a great song. It's a good song. Who doesn't like Rumble? I don't like it for nine albums. It's not. <laughs> they steal all kinds of other shit. And here, also, here's what I wasn't expecting. Or here's what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. I was expecting more original songs. So was I. I Th- think there's this is, only one album that o- only has nothing but original there songs. There is one album with all originals and then a couple albums with like two or two or three uh, covers. Yeah. Or like an album where it's an original song, but then there's riffs and homages to. They all sound that they're using, yeah. they're using the. Surf structure, the blues structure, the rock and roll, they're using the exact same formats for every song. So you'll recognize something. You'll recognize something. Yeah. And yeah, the amount of the the covers, I was like, wait, what the fuck am I looking at? Like, yeah. I'm looking at a, a this is this a cover band? What the fuck is happening? It's not until like, like a few albums down, like, oh, I guess they do make their own song. Yeah. Holy shit. I really didn't see that coming. I think it, I thought there would be covers, but not this many. Not this many. It's a this, lot. This is by far the most, probably most cover songs we've ever ever. Yeah, yeah I, just, I just stopped noting it after a while because it's just like uh, I stopped noting it toward the end because they started diminishing a little yeah. bit. It was the the ratio kind of leveled out, and 
and there's a lot of things to talk about, but I'm just going to preface all of it before we go into each album. Uh, it takes three records, three, three, three records we're covering two full length albums for them to get a bass player. Oh yes. And, yes. and I, I gotta tell you, man, I'm, I was, I was so enraged the whole time. I was like, yeah. are they, they, they're just choosing to not have bass here. Why? And it's, so noticeable it's like Ugh. so blatantly no and i think it does work in some areas but i but not in a way that is very musical i was naive enough to think oh there's a bass player maybe it'll sound <laughs> i i think <laughs> i it, mean it, sonically it sounds different but it, it's it, the same fucking same songs. band same uh. the, the bass is just kind of doing what the guitar would have been doing and vice versa but there was i did come out of this enjoying some stuff and in certain albums that i like i kind of think this is this is, this is fine this is okay mm-hmm. and another another one where i'm like i could see this one I, I i i get this i get this one at least and then other ones where it's like it's not horrible but it's the same as the, the one before it yeah and it's like and so I don't like them, but there was like only a couple albums where I'm like, fuck this. There's only a couple albums where I, I was like, oh, fuck this. Maybe, maybe for me. I'll see. I, w- I might have fatigue, but... The fatigue was pretty brutal, especially when every song sounds the same. <laughs> but there's no, I didn't hate... I hated only a little bit of it. Like, and by a little bit, I do mean a few albums, but like still, compared to... Uh, relatively, there's a whole nine album discography... Only hating a couple albums is fine. Yes, I, I probably hated a good amount, some more than others, but I will also say because we're shitting all over this band, like up top. Uh, this is the you always know it's a hard discography for this podcast for anybody who cares about behind the scenes. You always know it's a hard discography when you're trying to to bring yourself to put on the next album. Oh yeah, and. It, I forget sometimes because like the last few have been like relatively easy. Like, you know, I just yeah, yeah. throw it on fucking, I'll do whatever I do and I'll have it on in the background. I'll take notes. But this one was like, gotta, I, I fucking, I, you got to dig deep. I got to, I got to fucking gotta, do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, it kind of worked out, uh, putting it off cause I was dealing with some sort of a cold thing, but also this is fucking an awful band to listen to when you don't feel well. Yeah, I was listening to them fucking doing manual labor at work. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I just gotta get gotta get it done. Man, oh. I can't multitask like that. I would just be like... I well, just, it was my uh, second yeah. listen. Oh, okay. Yeah, this I, kind of like soak it in. My first listen, I'm always doing something like on computer or something and I'm done taking notes. Or I'm usually working out, honestly, mm-hmm. and in between sets, I'll take notes. Yeah. Uh, but that's just how we do things here, I guess. But... Let's get into this entire discography. Yes. I'm sorry, Rory, if you're mad, but we love you. This was fun. We tried. God damn it. We tried. <laughs> All I right. mean, I would say we not only did we like we did it, we, fucking, we did it and we're still doing it. Yeah. So uh, like I said before, eight studio albums and then one compilation. So the first first record technically came out in 1978, but the compilation we're covering uh, came out in 83. But first record, 1978, last album, 2003. So a uh, Big old beefy long career, uh, but let's get into it. So this is a compilation with the first EP and then a bunch of singles. This is 1983's Off the Bone. <laughs> Thank you. 
There we go. This isn't bad. This is a fine song. It's a fine song. The problem is... What's the problem, Alex? This is every song. Oh, is it every song? This is every song. It, is it, do you think it's every song? <laughs> every song. Like, if this was one-off, or they were able to have some variety and ebb and flow, like, I would be about it. Right. I, yeah. It really made me, not that I didn't appreciate the Dead Kennedys before, but, like, Dead Kennedys. I can't believe you said that, because in my head all day is the song Stealing People's Mail, because it is what the crabs did, but way better. Yes. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. They're just better bands. Better. Even even to an extent, the misfits, like we like to I like to have some jokes about Glenn. We all love you, love, love, love a good little good old Glenn Danzy. But they make the misfits look like prog rockers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. So this is uh that's one of the few originals on this entire compilation. Yes. And I do like that song. And and initially I did not like this album, mm-hmm. but after listening to everything else, I would say this is one of their better, better Re- ones. Really? I still stand by not liking this at all. This is like yeah. a barrage of covers. The it most is, covers how many, song. how many covers? Oh, I don't even know. I, I would say gonna, at least gonna, 50%, if not more, more, more. more way more, uh, like for one surfing bird oh dude, fuck that fuck that song forever though i hate that song i'll fuck around with the ramones version i don't care i hate <laughs> so fucking i like i bah, 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 is my, fucking bird is the word mike uh, so here we go there are uh on wikipedia they only have um uh, 15, 15 tracks in here. There's, there's, uh, 17 on the streaming version, whatever. Mm-hmm. There's like a couple live, live tracks. But of the, f- the 15 on the original release, there are one, two, three, four original songs. <laughs> Holy the shit. The rest covers. are covers. Covers. Holy God. So it, it, that's not like a, it's not a bad thing. In okay, no, I take it back. In concept, it's a bad idea. Like yeah. you're just having a bunch of covers. But we've heard in plenty of other bands. Of course, I can't name a single one because I'm a hack. But bands can do a bunch of covers, and all of a sudden they're transformed and they make it their own thing. Mm-hmm. Metallica that's, did that garaging, for it, example. Not that that's a great album, but whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They made or, it theirs. or you know, we've covered older, like older bands doing cover songs was a little more common. Yeah. This. Is a bunch of cover songs that sounded identical to the one before it. Yes. It's not like, it, in a way, it's like, oh, that's just, they're covering a bunch of old rock and roll songs that already, they all sound the same. They all stole from each other anyway. They all sound exactly the same. But when you compile them all into one, and then your originals also sound just like them, I don't know what, I don't know what the fucking do about that. I can't. I, it's, oh man, I was a little worried about my notes at first. Like, man, this is going to be rough. Um, yeah. But um, I will say, I guess, you know, the standout here and the only song I've heard from the cramps is I can't hardly stand it. Ooh, that's probably cookie and strange. I think it works pretty well. Yeah. 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 That's probably the best song. Never mind cover, but like the best song on here. So, you know, that song's cool. I like uh, their cover of Fever for uh, for. (laughs) 
I, and I, this isn't the only time they recorded. They were be recorded for you know the next album, but uh, I like it because that song. I don't like that song normally, or just whatever, because it, it's become just a, such a cliche of a sexy song. Mm. Like it's just always what you put on when in a like, movie or exactly. TV show. I'm so fucking done with it. But hearing this psychopath sing it, it changes it. It makes it this weird kind of. Uh, uncomfortable he's breathing down your neck this mm-hmm. weird guy turning this sexy song into something really really not sexy yeah i like it and that's the only version of the song i like which is kind of a yeah pretty big that's crazy. pretty amazing yeah. uh we got garbage man on here which is like i don't mind. i like that one too yeah. yeah if you thought like the birthday party was too weird i guess you can listen to garbage man here and- so i mentioned it before no bass there's no bass on here. Mm-hmm. No bass. And songs like Garbage Man really do feel fucking empty to a fault. Yeah. Like, it's really hard to ignore and songs like that. And other songs, it's it's not so bad. It's like, because it, it has a really interesting production style. First of all, it's bad, but bad in a good way because it's like, a, it sounds as campy and ho- campy horror as their aesthetic. Yes. So the vocals are like, really really close in in um uh, like there's no reverb on the vocals it's just mm-hmm. like really in there and the guitar both guitars are super panned and there are huge tons of echo tons of reverb drummers drummer sucks to high hell <laughs> but it's like really rudimentary and, and almost tribal like mm-hmm. so he's using a very uh minimal drum set i think that they're kind of known for minimal drum sets so it has this kind of a uh animalistic quality to it this really primal feeling to it so i like that the presentation of it, i think is like that's actually fucking cool that's actually yeah. unique i like that the songs hate them but i the presentation is very cool yeah i think that's one of the reasons i i even hesitate to use the word like but like this album out of the the crop of albums they have is uh, I think it's one of the like more interesting vocal performances Lux does. He's one of his best. He's he's pretty bad shit here. Where like, like later on, really not even that much later on, but later on, it's kind of like, oh, I'm Lux and I do these things. He just and he the, just sings later. At a certain point, he just starts singing. I'm like, oh, I, that's way boring. Holy I, shit! I can minimum i can feel the passion on this at least yeah he does he does some okay stuff toward the end i think like he, he starts getting more you can tell he's back into it but that's, there's a certain period where he's just singing regular and it's boring as fuck yeah that's the thing it's never like it's never like offensive or bad, he's or, never bad. there's never yeah. anything like wrong wrong with it yeah yeah it, and there's also uh a can't pull up a specific example or a timestamp or anything, but like um, the second guitar, it's taking the place of a bass, but it's not, it's, it's doing interesting stuff, which I, I like it. A lot of it is, um, I probably have better examples on the next album, honestly, but mm-hmm. it's, there's still, it's still here where <clears throat> uh, I don't remember, I don't remember the guitar player's name, the second guitar player on this, on these records, but uh, and it'll be too hard to find because there's like a this is a compilation. Yeah, but, uh, it's a lot Probably of like a few guitar players. It's like Poison Poison Evil will do will be doing the main the main riff, and then the second guitar player will be doing like a like with the drums, like this weird rhythmic buzzing. Mm-hmm. It's not really a riff. It's not really anything. It's just a cool sound that's rhythmic. Yeah, and like that shit is like, it's like that's 
actually, I don't really miss a bass in, in instances like that because it just sounds like this weird buzzsaw thing. Have uh, almost in not like industrial, not nine inch nails industrial, but like yeah. metal factory yeah. industrial, like it's, which uh, makes the human fly uh, even more appropriate opener yeah. than because yeah. that's what the second. To, guitar players do exactly exactly buzzing all over the place it's grimy as shit it's grimy and paranoid and gross and i think that's like a great it's a great style it just wish they wrote their own songs at this point <laughs> like yeah and kind of evolved or changed does does there's evolution in a, the loosest sense imaginable yes yeah the, the songwriting stays about like they learn to write better songs i think like they, they start like thinking oh this is a cool different riff mm-hmm. but then they just how about we just okay we'll go to the fourth uh above it and then and then we'll go back to it and then so the, it, it's every blue structure imaginable it's like they, they find a riff and they're like okay stop a blue stru- structure on it and we got a song it, it is like for the for the whole career Ooh. oh my so what we're saying this is that <laughs> This is a Grammy album, a Grammy record. It's cool. It's if you like rock and roll, cool. But if you don't, this is this is exhausting. I uh, yeah, I don't know who this is for. It's a lot of people. This is I know there is a lot of people. I don't even. I don't get it. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know how people make rockabilly their aesthetic. Uh, this is a very confusing genre to me. By the way. Uh, Forgot to mention it. <clears throat> uh, they get lumped in with Psychobilly a lot. They are not Psychobilly. No, this is stri- strictly. There's nothing psycho about this. Well, except for their aesthetic yeah. uh, and the lyrics. Actually, no, I give them credit for the lyrics. Are pretty funny in a lot of the songs. But like, uh, not Psychobilly. I think, I mean, I've read a thing that, that Lux actually coined the term Psychobilly. Oh, okay. Uh, even though the band isn't Psychobilly. <laughs> it's Proto-Billy. <laughs> Proto-Billy. It's pretty much Rockabilly with uh, some camp, but... Uh, the, I, yeah, they, they get lumped in with that a lot, and uh, that's not that is not accurate yeah. at all. But <clears throat> yeah, not for me, not for Alex. But I bet fans of the band like this one. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, there's a few where I'm like, if you like this band, I, you know, fine, you can have these albums. Yeah. The this, rest of the al- yeah. ma- majority of the albums. Are- <sighs> Dirty record, dirtiest record though, for sure. Dirtiest record. Yes, yes. Alex, uh, Alex Kilton produced a few of these songs. Yeah, he, uh, that guy knows how to produce shit. Hell yeah, hell yeah. So now we're on to the first actual album. This is 1980s songs the Lord taught us. I don't know who anyone is. Is that Lux with the on the album cover with the blonde hair? No, no. Lux is the guy next to him. With the okay. Eyes. Yeah. That guy with the blonde hair already looks like he's 50, whoever he's, that is. Yeah, he's 75 years old. Yeah. That's, I think that's the other guitar player. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, All I can say about this song is... Uh, what, Great Balls of Fire? Is that, is that uh, what this... That's exactly what this is. It's called TV Set. And I like that they use guitar effects to make it sound like TV static and like or like you're tuning in and out of like an old tube TV. There are a few things that Poison Ivy does that's very inventive uh, guitar wise that's like oh that's cute that's a cool thing that's, that's I mean thing in the scheme of things she's probably like an under 
underrated guitar. She's a good guitar player. Yeah, like yeah. I've never heard of her before. Yeah. before this. And honestly, like you hear about uh, about groups with with like married couples, and oftentimes you, you see like the, it's always the, the dude who's a guitar player or whatever yeah. who's a song main songwriter. It is reverse here. Yeah. Like this shit's cool. Yeah. I can say that's. And this is indeed an original track. Yes, yes. There are there's actually only a few covers on this album, but still a lot. But maybe too many. So this is doing exactly what I like about the band. Yeah. One guitar is doing some whacked out crazy bullshit. It sounds grimy, big old it sounds like they're playing to an empty theater. Yeah. That's when they're the best, I feel like. Yeah. But only even and, that'll get you so far. <laughs> also, Lux is still unhinged. Yeah. This is a weird fucking song. Like, it's still super goddamn formulaic, but when it gets weird, it's very cool. Best. Same. I can't believe we. I can't believe it. I can't believe we came together on this. Our, our <laughs> hatred of a band will uh, bring us together. And it, it was really hard for me to give out accolades on here because... Right, right. When you saw Luke Warmer and everything. Oh yeah, this this happened to be the album that I <laughs> thought there was more cool shit than bad shit for sure. And yeah, uh, there's some repeat songs that yeah. we heard before, like Fever and Garbage Man, Garbage Man. Yeah. But um, you know, in the context of an album, they work pretty good in here. I don't blame them, especially. Yeah. Because before the compilation didn't exist, so I can exactly. And also, uh, Fever, great closer. Yeah, it's better closer. Way better of a closer. Like, yeah. it, it, in this version, it is better than the last version. Uh, there's only how many covers are on here? Uh, let's see, one, two, three. Nope, two. Four covers. Four That's covers. Not bad. Where last time it was four originals. Now we got four covers. Not bad. On, thir- on 13 tracks. So it's not so bad. Uh, so that was one thing. I was like, okay, all right. At least it's like mostly them. I could judge them fairly on their mm-hmm. songwriting abilities. They can't write songs. They're not good songwriters. But presentation-wise, this is a fun record. It's a fun record that I actually did feel myself kind of wanting to go back to a few times. Uh, I kind of knew early on. I was like, this is, I bet this is going to be the best one. Yeah, I I was hoping it would like my feelings about these earlier albums changed a lot mm. when I listened more and more. I started appreciating I like, the okay. shit out of them as as the discography went on because like, yeah. this vibe is why I like them. Like this this weird, just dirty, disgusting, grimy kind of fucking big old empty sound. The production is what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, it's it's the most interesting thing because I fucking hate rock and roll, dude. Like I just I just <laughs> hate it. I hate the blues, dude. Fucking goddamn surf. Okay, I like the tone. I like the surf tone, but just yeah. ah. God damn, fuck Wipeout. But I'm, I do I, like some of the songs in here. Go on. I'm open to it. It's just when you beat me over the head with it, I I'm, I check out. But um, where is it? Uh, I was a teenage werewolf. So that song is the rumbles. That's the that, ru- put it on. That's put it on because I will I will put on the song that is actually ripping off Rumble just to, just to show like how oh they blatant. on here no 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 it's on a different album I know I do, I think I know you're right <laughs> yeah 
That's that's very close. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, again, it's, it'd be cool if it was like a few songs here and there, but it's like there's so many. There's so many. It's that's the thing. That song it's, like that's a cool vibe. It's a, it's a cool vibe. Thing is that song. It feels like Rumble. It's not actually ripping no, off no, Rumble. No, no, it's not. That's why it's like... It's the, the song only, you're talking about... The, I guess I'm going to get ahead of the... The song you're talking about on the last album. Yes. Yeah. It, that, that one is an actual ripoff. Yes, of, this, it is. This, is just, this all just feels like and, songs we've heard before. Heavily inspired heavily by... Heavily inspired. <laughs> but what I was going to say about that song, I, I like the feel of it. I mean, I, I think it's written like ass, but... There's like it's a has a good feel to it. Like the drums have this weird delay thing on them, mm-hmm. and again, you don't often hear weird effects on drums, especially with such a minimal lineup. Like, where I don't know, it, it just it it's experimental in a way that it's not experimental because we all have these kind of preconceived notions of experiment. But like in a way that like oh no, weather punk band were doing things like this mm-hmm. in 1980. Yeah, this is this is pretty fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. Um. One song I actually like. I think I'm allowed to like one song every album. Um, <laughs> You're it's a free country, buddy. Sunglasses after dark. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that I like that is like great guitar playing, great vocal performance. It's basically all I can ask for out of this band. Loud and chaotic. I think it's pretty badass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and a lot of these songs I. It's like they're fine. I don't. I don't have anything against them. Like a uh, mystery plane. I think zombie dance is pretty cool. Um, what's behind the mask isn't revolutionary, but it's no. fine. It works. And uh, but but like, uh, the, you know, I do hate one song. That is uh, Strike Nine, which is a Sonic's cover. Mm. I fucking hate that song, and it doesn't sound like it's it's been changed that much from the original. I hate that riff. I hate that main riff. So yeah. so fucking generic. I hate it so much. But if I could, uh, yeah. Also. I would have been quicker to give this best if this album was shorter because of songs like Strike Nine and some oh, other. It has I, some fat on it. Yeah, it's it's, it's weird. not very long. Go no, it's it. weird to say that about like I think this fifty four minutes long. No, 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 that's that's including all the bonus shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, 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 okay. no. The original May- album is thirty seven minutes or thirty eight oh, minutes. All right, never yeah. mind. I'm probably think- uh, if you cut out the bonus shit. Okay, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the- I feel better about giving it best, well, knowing there's bonus shit on. Because I I listened to all the bonus shit, um, but I, but I uh, I only noted when it was like of of note or like uh, a different song, a di- from, yeah, yeah, different stuff or stuff stuff that's drastically different. The bonus tracks on this version and not like one of them's like um, a different version of I Was a Teenage Werewolf. Mm-hmm. I like it only because the in in the beginning has like um ambient recording. Of I think it's Lux screaming at a guy to get out because he's like making noise during the recording. Yeah, and it's hilarious. Yeah, and it's, it's such a real moment. He's like, "Oh Jesus Christ!" Like you hear him on the mic, like yeah. "Fucking goddamn!" It's yeah. I love it. I love that shit. <laughs> uh, and then it has you know just different mixes of other songs, and I think it's pretty unnecessary uh, overall. But that's why uh, it, it ends with Fever. But yeah, I think this is the most. Uh, I still like the vibe of the last record more, like the because mm-hmm. the, that's the dirtiest. But this one has enough of that vibe with the most original songs that are all pretty decent, and that's that's best for me, baby. That's best. Also, I I lost my my notes on this album, oh, my you? original notes. Uh-huh. So I had to listen to it three times. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. The struggle, <laughs> the struggle is real. I take my, my, my prize is I take all my notes on the first listen. 
My first listen is always the most important. Same. Yeah. But I did it on my phone instead of my computer. Right. And then I don't know. I have no, if I accidentally deleted that, uh, I don't know what the fuck. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, but both of our best. I'm pretty sure this is a fan favorite. I imagine so. It just, it just has that fucking, I keep saying vibe. I sound like such a fucking bitch ass Californian, but God damn, it's cool. I like that uh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and most consistent to the point. So hell yeah. Um, <clears throat> relatively short. <laughs> relatively short. A lot of, a couple stinkers. A lot of rock and roll. Yeah, a lot of rock and roll. <laughs> the album I hate the least. <laughs> oh, I don't hate it the least. Maybe I hate it. The well, least. I guess I'm giving something else another. Yeah. Accolade, so, so whatever. We got some more. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Time to move on. Second album. This is uh, 1981's Psychedelic Jungle. <laughs> You know that, uh, I think it's like, uh, Mike Myers and Dana Carvey skit from, uh, SNL where they're like old Jewish women on a talk show. <laughs> I don't remember, but <laughs> they have like this thing where they'll be like sea world, neither a sea nor a world uh, discuss this album. Yeah. Neither psychedelic nor a jungle yeah. discuss. That's uh, more, more rock and roll is what it is. Yes. It's more rock and roll. And then, yeah, this one has Kid Congo Powers on it. Sure does. Yeah. I thought it might be cool. It's, uh, it's about the same. It's about the same. It's, um... I, weaker, obviously. It's better than other things, but... I, I don't mind this song. It actually sounds like a regular kind of 70s-era punk song. I thought this was, like, pretty boring opener. And maybe that's just because the other two albums were so dirty. This is not as dirty. That's a problem here. Yes. Uh, also, the lack of bass on this song sounds so amateurish. It sounds mm. like a fucking garage band. And there are technically garage rock, whatever. I mean, like, the garage bands that I remember from high school that were really, really bad. Yeah, yeah. But this is still a cool song. I like what both guitars are doing. So it's, it's a cleaner production. It's not, like, good production. It's just... Emptier, emptier it is, production. It is emptier. Um, I only have a few nice things to say. That's uh, Crusher, just because when the vocals come in, <laughs> this screams rape. Rape. <laughs> a terrible person, but it's fucking funny. Yeah, he's not a terrible person. It's a, uh, he's, all, he's all camp horror. He's fucking, this is what they do. And then. I guess I like primitive, but with an asterisk by it, because it's pretty much the smokehouse lightning. Uh, uh, so this um, pissed me off super hardcore because a lot of covers, a lot of covers, a lot also of covers. Also, I guess it's not as bad on here. But let me tell you, there's just something about a song called Goo Goo Muck. A Goo Goo Muck. I fucking hate it. I hate that fucking song so much. It's one of their most famous songs, right? I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a cover. And I just, I fucking hate it. You know, I'm I'm for some like gibberish on songs. You know, we're very fond of, uh, you know, keep on chugling around here. Yeah. Yeah. Love a good chug. But it's just, I don't know, it really rubs me the wrong way. So they do, Google Mug is a good example of one type of song they do. They do like three different types of songs. They do the surf song, 
the blues song, the rock and roll song. Google Muck, I think, is like the the Monster Mash type song. Yes. And I fucking, I hate me some Monster Mash. I, Boy, do I hate that song. Man, like singing about like campy sci-fi B-horror movies is like, it's cool. And why I like in hindsight after listening to this, I like give the misfits more credit than I originally did. Um, because sometimes you get the, these monster songs and like, man, what like a cool premise. And I just feel like even if his vocal performance is there, the, the lyrics, I'm just like, this is so like, Ooh, there's a monster in your town. Boo. He gets funnier later on when he gets into more like fetish territory. I think it's like, that's fucking funny. Like, yeah, I, I think he, I think he, I think he does a good job with some of the lyrics later on here. Yeah. Here it's, it's full on like camp. camp yeah. Horror. Yeah. It's just like, I, this all feels so surface level to me. I, I found myself mostly enjoying the lyrics as the albums went on. Really? Yeah. And, the, but here, I mean, Okay, so here also it, hearing you say that makes me think we're gonna have the same maybe uh, personal favorite. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. I actually don't know. That's an interesting one. Holy yeah. shit! Uh, what was it? Eight covers on here. Yeah, there we go. Eight covers, six originals. Uh, if my math is right. Yeah. Good God, dude! Like that's what pissed me off pretty bad. I was like, ah, oh, fuck! Are you kidding me, dude? Like, you guys reverted. Exactly. It's a step backwards. It is indeed a step backwards. And then, I, I think I mean I've I've been I went through multiple breaking points with this discography, but one of the ones was under the wires, which I thought was it gets pretty creepy, cool, mm-hmm. but it's just the same fucking notes. E G E G E G. Like every song is like da na 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 na. Like God. Yeah. One another song that broke me is Rockin' Bones. There's nothing rocking about it. Rockin'. Wait a minute. Oh yeah. I thought it was decent you can put it put it on it's I'm not, just I, like you that's what you guys are known for is rocking and you didn't <laughs> you didn't rock they rock a little they're, they're, they're a little rock oh, this fucking yes yeah, isn't that rock i don't mind this song it's just cleaner it's much cleaner and it's like that you might as well just go back and listen to fucking I can't hardly stand it because that's where they did this riff better. They, they all do the same fucking thing. Oh boy. It's like I I'm walking down the street and I saw a 64 Chevy. Oh big daddy yo. Sorry, sorry. Okay. If I could record a, if I could record parody songs. Oh Jesus Christ! Still, I would for this. So the reason why I don't respect them as songwriters, and I never will, is because you you hear plenty of fucking bands that are heavily inspired by all this shit. And you could hear like all oh, you could tell, but they write the fucking song. They write a different song. They're every single song on every album is the same exact structure. 
You know what's scary, Mike? Is this could have been longer. Oh, I'm not happy that we lost Lux, but I don't. I am glad we didn't. No, I'm talking about the hiatus they took. If they didn't take a hiatus, we could have. That's right. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. But it's okay. Life is what it is, and we have this. But uh, ah, for uh, who's the psychopath that doesn't think this is enough? Um, millions of <laughs> fans. Who, yeah, who's the crazy person where this Lots. is their like Jeff Buckley, and they're like, oh man, what we could have? <laughs> we could have said one more. We had one more, one more, more, one more crap album. So. I actually don't mind. Like when I went back to this album, I, I fucking find myself kind of like, all right, it's actually pretty decent. Uh, if you just, I mean, a lot of my bias of like hating covers was in there. Like, I uh, just, ugh, God damn. But, you know, just kind of, it, it's not a bad album. It's fine. I don't like a lot of songs. The, like the Nays Are Restless, I think is so goddamn annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's another makes me laugh though. That's another weird trope in like old timey rock and roll thinking about like, the jungle and the native like right oh it's like um what's that cover that new york dolls did i was gonna i was just gonna yeah. say i had new york dolls ptsd so did I. So did listening I. to this or do they suck oh my god <laughs> fucking hate the new york dolls but jungle hop i think it's novel and cute i like it okay, it's a cover there, but it's, uh, it's there you go uh wait wait so the crusher has the the, the rape intro but is is, is, it, is it also do the hammer lock you turkey neck is it I that think so i think yeah. <laughs> because that song has been stuck in my head for like three days i can't take it i can't even get a song stuck into my head because the, i can't tell a from b and this left is right up is down uh, i i still i mean it's half covers but if this has got to be a fan the, favorite i think crusher w- w- it was on the it, comp- was, it, yeah, was, it was on the compilation yeah but yeah i was like let me talk about it in context to the album right, otherwise right. i'm not gonna have a whole lot of things to say about do the hammer like your turkey neck uh, he's i wrote down some funny lyrics but yeah oh boy so i think fans like this one because it's not objectively it's actually not that bad yeah, if you they don't can, mind they can have this one. if you don't mind the rock and roll bullshit this is not that bad uh but the vibe is is is, is slowly disappearing and and with i think this is the worst sounding album they have honestly because because they don't have the weird kooky grittiness of the early stuff and we get they, a basis after they, this they still don't have a basis yeah so it just sounds clean and empty mm-hmm. and it's i think it sounds pretty bad <clears throat> but now we got a bass guitar and it doesn't really in this album it's pretty quiet in the mix honestly you can't tell it's there in this album but anyway this is uh, a little bit of a break here 1986 that's fucking five years of that a, is a long um, break big, big break this is 1986's a date with elvis i believe um they didn't properly have a basis, so it's uh, Poison Ivy That's right. doing it on here. I was stupid enough to think this might be cool. I didn't hate this album that much. Well, no, this song. Oh, like, oh the song. Fucking cool guitar fit. It is. To open it. And we're back. And we're just fucking back to... Uh, 
Also, he sounds a, a, kind of the same on this song, but for the most part on this album, he's way more reined in. He's subdued. He is yeah. singing, singing now. Yeah. I actually like to split up. Again, it's one of those things where... Okay, if this was like... The only song that sounded like this somehow. Of course. That's why the beginning of every album is like, all right, and then and then you just go mad with rage. Think they got the idea, Alex. I think they need a, little, a few more minutes today. Come That's on. Let it fade oh, out. sorry. I'm sorry. I saw your finger there. I got a little anxious. <laughs> I, can tell, I can tell you're a little anxious. Uh, That's how far I'll fucking go. <laughs> by the way, only two covers on this album. Good for them. And one of them is like a traditional song, so I always kind of give that a pass. Sure. You uh, make it your own. Exactly. I'm sure they didn't change that much, honestly. Yeah. But uh, only two covers, which is like, all right, fine. And I, I found myself actually liking some songs here. Uh, and the bass, it's mostly way too quiet. It's it's mm. not mixed well. It's it clearly they're new to bass, so uh, it's kind of not doing. It's not having the same gravity that it should, but it does make a difference on like uh, what's inside a girl. I think it makes a pretty big difference mm-hmm. there. Um, and I mean it, it. It's good to know it's there. It's doing the same thing that the the second guitar did. Just kind of like a few rhythmic notes here and there. It's not really doing that much. Uh, but I was like, all right. Finally. All right. I can, I can stop complaining about that at least. A lot of stinkers on here, though. <laughs> yes. I guess I'll open with the good. I like some of the songs that are a little fuzzier, like the Hot Pearl Snatch. Oh, I hate that song. Or Corn Fed Dames. I like that one. I'm for the fuzz. Um, I know this is the 80s, but I think people ain't no good. Mm-hmm. Kind of sounds like newer to me. Like there's some keyboards or something it, where it sounds more like. Obviously, it doesn't sound like Devo. It's no, still no. cramps. But I'm like, oh, there's this like the worst or the the most shallow form of progression there, where it's like, oh, there's there's a little something, not enough. I I think that's one of their best songs. Really, people yeah. are good because it. I mean, yeah, it does the same predictable arrangements. They all do, but there's some new noises. There's some there. new yeah. noises. It's 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 got some fucking great sounds in there. It's yeah. interesting. And uh, what are the, another one of my favorites? Fucking um, and I, I do mean this is one of my favorites of yeah. their entire discography. That's why I can't hate this album because it has two of my favorite songs of this. Aloha from Hell. Interesting. I fucking like, really I love that song. It's grad, dude. <laughs> I just I think I was like burnt out by the time it, that bass fucking rules. I'm I'll give it a re-listen. I'm gonna need you put that on right okay. now. No, yeah, that's even better. Uh yeah, I mean, yeah. That's exactly what that's exactly what I wanted from a bass player in this battle. I was like, finally, goddamn. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, it's an actual bass line. Instead it's of... all fucking so dirty. So dirty. That bass is fucking so sleazy. Again, rock and roll. Same old shit, but it's got a, 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 like, um, a little high on LSD kind of vibe to it. Yeah, a little yeah. more full. Okay, so we were talking about the lyrics earlier. And there's so there's two songs on here where I just feel like it's like one off funny lines or song titles. And then the rest of the lyrics don't support it for me. And of course, I'm talking about King Your Pussy, Do the Dog. Can your pussy, do, do the, the dog. dog. <laughs> and kiss my, oh, kiss, oh, kiss oh, my ass. Kiss my ass. Yeah. Uh, fucking hate kiss my ass. It's just like, oh, we're going to spell it phonetically. Yeah. Or like, I get, oh, can can your pussy do the dog? And it's just like, yeah. okay, like, do you have like other like supporting lyrics? And it's like, no, not no, really. Not really. No, no. Kiss my ass is, uh, it's like tropical and goofy and fucking annoying if you ask me. And you know what this album should have been? Was that? Especially because it's called A Date with Elvis and you, you brought up the tropical vibe yeah. and we have Aloha from Hell. This should have been like Hawaiian. Hawaiian thing, you think? Yes. They, I think if you're going to rip off old rock and roll and you're going to, you know, do the heavy right. Elvis thing, do like Elvis did and go full Hawaiian. It's not a bad idea. Although I do, I do like that album cover. And I, honestly, I like all the album covers with Poison Ivy on them. They remind so, me of like super of like old horror movies, old camp can't be horror movies. Same same album cover, but she's on the beach yeah. and she has a lay on. Yeah, it's fine and a hula skirt. It's, all, it's good. It's all same album. Good. You get the same album cover, but on the beach <laughs> with a lay and maybe some palm trees. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fucking uh speaking of poison ivy, uh chicken, I don't I hate the song. I hate the fucking song. Uh but she makes the guitar sound like a chicken chicken bucking. Yeah, plucking, uh, yeah. chicken bucking. I don't know what you call that. What's the album for that? Bark, bark. That's yeah. what the, that's what the guitar is doing. So fun. That's why I say she's like an under like she can make her guitar sound like damn near anything. It's just it's delightful. If I she hate her rips. How she's gonna do it? <laughs> she's gonna do it the once for three, four. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure, uh, but still cool. Uh, and honestly, you already like named my least favorite song in the whole fucking album, which is "Can You Pussy Do the Dog," "Hot uh, Pearl Snatch," and "Kiss My." <laughs> fucking oof. hate them all so much. Uh, but the rest are actually pr- are fairly pretty decent. Um, it's just that song is uh, I think it's a pretty fitting ballad and closer. Mm-hmm. It's another cover, but whatever it works. Uh, all the bonus tracks for this album on streaming, they're they're all covers. So I kind of give them a once over. Blue Moon Baby. Well, I get listened to them multiple times. Whatever. But Blue Moon Baby is the best of the bunch. I think that's it's slightly more fun and it feels more like a western yeah. than than rockabilly. I forget that's one of their other modes. Cowboy song. Yes, they do dabble in the cowboy ishness. And I will say, uh, I speaking of dabbling, I one day I I was just in a weird mode. I'm like, let me throw on some outlaw country, like a greatest hits thing. Uh-huh. The best of outlaw country. I didn't love it, right? But there are some songs I found charming, mm-hmm. even if the I don't think anyone's listening to outlaw country music for like the. For the riffs, you know, for the sick riffs. Yeah. I realize the appeal is the stories they tell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, if you got a good story, that's country music in general. Yeah, it's if all, you got a good lyric. story. Yeah, but then you have something like it's just that song. Yeah, and I'm like, that's not a fucking interesting story. Well, that's a uh, who wrote that motherfucker? I uh, that that was by Charlie Feathers and Ramon Maup- Maupin. Oh, those people are boring. Uh, they they are boring people. They didn't have interesting lives, but it's okay. It's okay. They fucking they, they're in heaven now. Well, I don't know if they're dead, up, but maybe. probably. Uh, but yeah, it's like. But yeah, it's just like yeah. If you just I don't know, maybe if you guys because it's it's also something even like original cram songs suffer from, where it's like. If you just like, I don't know if <laughs> if only you were interesting. If only, if only we were more interesting. Uh, it's, a, it's a weird criticism, but it's like, well, I can see how, like, in a different genre, the repetitiveness and not having riffs isn't a detriment if you can, right, right, overcome it with other things. And that's one thing that I think is kind of doesn't. I mean, doesn't have the personality that it. it that used to have or that they used to have i think it's not a it's a pretty strong album for them but the inclusion of bass i think was is not done well mm-hmm. uh, it's it's not mixed it, there's no bottom end to it it's not it's very it's very much a guitar album still and lux is way more normal he's singing pretty regular for most of the album so it just feels like oh it's just now it's the rockabilly album that's just kind of produced okay and the songs are fine and yeah all right should have gone full Hawaiian. Should have gone full Hawaiian. And that's a lesson for all of us. Yes. But I can't believe we barely getting into this technically. <laughs> uh, we are not barely. We have uh, half. <laughs> Fuck. We have a lot left. <laughs> I told you. Well, let's get into it. Then uh, this is. Uh, are you ready? Yes. Yes. Sorry. This is. Uh, Another big old gap. What the fuck is up with these gaps? I'm thankful for them. But why? Is there any backstory? Oh, no. That, I couldn't really find like too much history on why there were. Yeah, these, these are huge gaps. So, yeah, five years. Well, four years. I'm an idiot. Five years between that album and this one. Uh, and then another four years uh, between this next album. So this is 1990s. Stay sick. So tired of this shit. What are you talking about? Come on, we're talking about this. I was the song after this should have been the opener. I agree. I was mad at this song. I was like, fuck this. And then the next song. Yeah, like, you just want to turn off the record immediately. Yeah. It's a it's a cover, shocker, but it's it's a bad opener. I think it's one of their few actual bad openers. They have a few, but like one that's like, like really misleading. Some, yeah. yeah. It makes me laugh that the guys who listen to this music are like tough guy violent types. No. You're a bunch of pussies. You listen to this fucking do the twist. Come on. Go Dude. fuck yourself, asshole. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I could do like a whole, not a whole thing, but I could probably rant for a while about tough tough guys and how yeah. the music they listen to is just pussy, stupid, silly shit. It's just the same. It's just, we've heard it. We've heard it for years. Uh, Personal favorite. Really? No <laughs> way. 
I'm now I'm we switch roles. I'm going to be the guy saying no way in in, in sh- no fucking home. Oh, we were we were so we were, we were so we were, we were pretty close. So this for some reason I was like I I don't kind of like this. I thought we were going to do it. I thought uh, oh man. Okay. So aside from that song I don't, girls with machine guns. I like it. Objectively, pretty that's fucking a cool, cool song. And it's got yeah. and even the, the the song title really let me give me like a, a peek into why people like this band so much. Mm-hmm. Bikini girls with machine guns. That visual. There's a whole gigantic audience for that visual. I don't mean purpose. I mean just like that. That can't be style of like. It's it's one of the that few, that's what I'm talking yeah. like that. It's one of the few times where like the lyrics support the like ridiculous title. It's not like oh I came up with this title or yeah. I saw this movie title. It's 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 good visuals throughout the song. There's this has like the most songs that I, that I like from the band in general. So goddamn rock and roll should have been the opener. Yes, uh, it's heavy. It's good. It's still rockabilly. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Uh, but now that now that they have a, an actual dedicated bass player, it's not just Poison Ivy. Uh, bass is sounds bass sounds like a part of the band now. Yes. It's finally a part of the whole package. Um, I just, again, still some stinkers. I don't I don't fucking like all women are bad. I think it's I, fucking it blows and it's generic shit. I I kind of liked it, and I'm surprised it's not used more often in, in like movies and TV shows and like a. Uh, you know, like a Kill Bill type yeah, movie. Yeah. You know, like sisters are doing it for themselves. You play all women are bad. Or, yeah, yeah. It, it does. A lot of the songs definitely fit that. And it again, they're so entwined with the with movie culture. It seems like yeah, they're they're kind of written to be. It, it feels like we should have had like a cramp song in the Kill Bill soundtrack. I can't believe we don't. It's insane, it's insane, actually. Yeah. It's insane, I'm actually. I'm actually mad about that. <laughs> like, I'm not mad about I'll, I'll, I'll go to bat for that, just uh, because it's like, it it, it, it has went, that in, it's written for that. He went the old perv route and found uh, Japanese girls that oh, do it better. I fucking hate them. They suck. <laughs> Next episode. They fucking suck. Mike I don't care, Alex dude. tackle the five, six, seven, eight. Dude, I don't, like, <laughs> people are so fucking spin by aesthetics like one the crabs but like oh wow crazy a bunch of japanese girls doing the shit we've all heard for decades fuck them sorry i'm mad but why i like this album uh it, so again bunch of mostly originals there's three covers in the whole not kind of the bonus stuff um yeah mostly uh three covers and one of those is a traditional so i kind of uh i kind of give that one a pass and that one is actually short shortening bread like it a lot didn't I think fucking, I'd like it. Fucking. Oh, I, I dig it. I dig it, it. There's something about it's not gibberish, but there is something about the vocal performance on there that was just like, I hate it more than than goo goo muck. It's just like the. <laughs> I, oh, I fucking. <laughs> I fucking hate it. The guitar solo is cool on that song. That's my point. But yeah. I was going to say. Poison Ivy is like fucking leading this band now. Like yeah. she is the reason any of these songs are interesting. Mm-hmm. Like she, her guitar playing is, is it's not like revolutionary, but it's just oh cool. It's a cool little lick. It's a cool little thing in there. Of course, they all follow the same structures. It's very predictable. Sure, but it's neat little things along the way. So 
Uh, another song, Days Up Your Butterfly, was when I kind of like it, it hit me like, oh, they're getting better at writing songs. They're, these mm-hmm. are better songs. Uh, Vibe is gone. It's, it's just a rockabilly band now at this point. Sure. But, <laughs> but, uh, no punk shit. No, no, it's, it's no punk. Um, but it, it's fine. Um, I don't like Everything Goes. It's just generic blues. And Mama Ooh Pow Pow is so annoying. So annoying. I like. I misheard. I'm going to tell you the misheard lyric because it's funnier. <laughs> I thought he said, I'll eat. Oh, no, 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 no. He says, I'll eat your heart out like an Aztec. I don't give a hoot. And I really wish he said, I'll eat your ass out like an Aztec. That's a better. Dude, they're, they're real good. at. They're fucking yeah. pioneers. Would have been I real hear. innovator if he said ass, though. Indeed. It, uh, it wouldn't be surprising either. The homeboy gets down and dirty. Oh, yeah. As, as we learn uh, we, from more lyrics. <laughs> that's that's so going. weird. As they get older, they get more sexually charged. I think they. I think he just, uh, the taboo uh, behind it, it gets a little mm. bit more lax. In the 80s, you couldn't really talk about stuff. We're in the 90s now, baby. Oh, yeah, baby. Anything's up for grabs now. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. But what else? Uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth, girl. I kind of like the, you know. Oh, Journey to the Center of a Girl. Oh, sorry. Yeah. That. Sorry. I thought, you know, the the sci-fi motif i went oh that's where the name came from yeah yeah but yeah there's like uh again it's like if they just throw an effect in there it's not like your groundbreaking sound writers but it's something different there's a goofy vocal effects on yeah yeah it's it's neat it's too long but i kind of don't mind the psychedelic stuff at the end they go a little bit bad shit i think it's pretty all right and uh Dig the riffs and settle up a buzz buzz. It's such a stupid name of a song, but God damn it. I dig uh, those I, good, unique riffs for that song. I wrote, I will take, I will take this song in a wasteland of songs. It's fucking fine. Well, I mean, again, it, the, so if we, we keep saying that all the songs are have the same structure in, in formats because they do. I, I mean that literally, like, I mean, Every song does the exact same thing. So I would, at this point, I'm just looking for what riff by itself can I enjoy? I know they're all going to do the same yeah. patterns, but let me just like a, something a to hold on to. Exactly. And that song was that for me. I'm so glad we're doing this like later in the 100s, because if this was like in the <laughs> first like five episodes, yeah. I would have felt like such a fucking hack. Like, uh, you know, it's the, our first episodes and yeah. you know, trying to, you know, find her, find her ground in her voice and describe these songs. And it's fucking impossible. <laughs> it's pretty hard it's the, the, with this band. They're very similar. So, yeah, if like people listen to this and think I'm a hack, fuck you. There's over 100 episodes where I elegantly talk about songs. Yeah, for the most part. Jesus. I mean, so it's always it's not that I'm having trouble describing songs because like you know what they sound like you all know what they sound if you've never heard this band you fucking know what they sound like there's only so many fucking verbs so I'm trying to find or specific or, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, sucking is a verb uh, <laughs> so I'm trying to find like specific things about each song that actually distinguish it because otherwise there's nothing to distinguish it yes so for this album I liked it a lot because 
bass is finally doing what I want, what I want it to do. It's it's heavier. It's more. It's a fuller, fatter sound. Uh, and and the the riffs are actually pretty solid throughout the whole thing, aside from those three songs I don't like. Strong riffs. Again, yeah, it's they're they're rockabilly band. They're gonna do the rockabilly fucking shit that I hate. But goddamn it, they're not that bad. This is it's pretty. I think it's pretty alright. Not too bad. Creature from the Black Leather Lagoon. I, I like that one a lot. I think it's pretty badass. It's dark and edgy rockabilly and original. It's not a cover. And I I don't care for it. It uh, it always makes me think about like cooler shit. Like that song made me think of the Nick Cave version of Staggerly. Like if the Cramps were like Nick Cave's version of Staggerly, like it's hard to, to achieve greatness and perfection, Alex. Because that's a cover. It's a perfect cover. Goddamn it! It's it a is fucking perfect cover. Immaculate. Oh, man, but motherfucker, go Staggerly. All staggerly. What is it? I'll step over <laughs> ten <laughs> fat pussies. Dude, 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 no, no, uh, uh, ten good pussies. Ten good pussies. I'll step over ten good pussies to get to that fat boy's asshole. It's like that. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking, those are lyrics. Those are fucking. That's a story, buddy. That's a story. It's a good story. One day we'll do Nick Cave, but that's a big one. That's a big one. That's like a five-part episode right yeah. there. But uh, we got a hundred more albums to talk about. Yeah, somehow. And we got more now, but also I did, I do dig the cover of her love rubbed off. I think it's a, and, and the, the bonus tracks in this version, uh, as far as I remember, not of much note. No, uh, a lot of repeats, a lot of, uh, live stuff. Like just, yeah, it's not, um, but my favorite, I, I was surprised. Oh, I, baby, little shorty, shorty. It's stuck <laughs> I like it a lot. You know, I might fucking end the episode with that song. Some bitch. <laughs> I think it's pretty good. Uh, fucking weird. I can't. I, I don't know, man. This is a weird band. <laughs> I'm going to hate it. But we got a few more. So time to move on. This is 1991's Look Mom, No Head. <laughs> Dames, boosh, chains, and boots. They couldn't even get boobs in there. What the fuck? It, they didn't put boobs. I don't know why. I don't know why. Maybe it's implied with things. Probably. Yeah. His vocals are a little more interesting. Yeah. That was rougher. Wow. Evil or hot shot, full tilt, non-stop, tidal wave, avalanche, park, down at the ranch, I go in, no cheese, chop, damn, channel these, custom, proper face, jacked up in gypsum, it hurts. So this has also like really good energy for an opener, but I think it's a weak ass song. It's too long. If this was a three minute song, right. way yeah. better. Yeah. Way better. Chit chat. All right. I don't know much, much like you. And we were one album away from uh, syncing up a personal favorite here. Worst least favorite. Holy shit. Yeah. It's the album I felt most engaged with. It for is the some album reason. that broke me. <laughs> Holy shit. I mean, I, I guess because I already felt broken. Right, right. I already felt broken. So now I'm like, I'm in the stew. I might as well embrace it. Right. That's how I felt with the last one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I fucking hate this album. 
I just, I don't, I don't know. Uh, fucking, there is some dog shit on there here. There for sure is some dog shit, but 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 defend it. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna defend it first. Uh, like I don't know, two headed sex change, very like Hedwig, angry, anxious. It's you, cool. You like Rocky Horror Picture yeah, Show? Yeah, it's punky. Yeah. Um, blow up your mind, very sexual. That one's good. Very it's sexual. Good fuzzy ass bass. Good feedback used too. Uh, mind skirt blues. You mean mini skirt blues? Or, or yeah, sorry, typo. Uh, you you like that song? I do like that song. Iggy Pop's guest appearance on that song could not save it for me. I think it's atrocious. He's not even. I I didn't even notice he was on he's it. On until he's on there afterwards. He's the super deep voice in the chorus. Mm, yeah. I yeah the ba- the bass and the guitar solo on there. This oh, and the shitty band. I'll take it. Tell me you don't like hardworking man. Uh, no, because, and I'm amazed it took them this long to do it. They finally, finally did the burn. You're coming to my place. I am amazed it took them this long to do it, but they did it. Yeah. And it's not a good thing. No, it's not. Bad song. Bad song. I liked alligator stomp but not in a way that's like a good song i, I think no, it's I, pretty annoying <laughs> honestly I, I just think it's cute and has some good guitar work in there i think alligator stomp and jelly roll rock those are the two biggest uh jelly roll rock i think is a bonus track okay yeah that's a bonus track i hated it so. i hate it as well but uh alligator stomp i think it was the most it's mostly the vocals that pissed me off there i think the song is actually fine let me tell you what else i dig was that, that i like eyeball in my martini okay that's good that's a good song it's happy and fun yeah, I, I, it's a good song it's a good song I, and i also did like hipsville 29 bc mm, it's no. okay main riff okay uh, it's it's it feels it's not like groundbreaker or anything but it's, it, it feels different it feels like a different band it doesn't yeah. sound like anything they've written um i different. feel like it's been a while since they've done a, a rumble song and we we get a rumble song with the strangeness in me oh that's that's another cover yeah, that, yeah that's god uh, damn it uh ellis mize Alice Mize, Mize. I've never heard of him, uh, which is not surprising. Uh, wild, wild, faster, faster Dude. is bad dead Kennedys, but good cramps. It is a bonus track, but okay. I, that needed to be on the album. It is my favorite song on the album and it's not even on the album. Yes. Uh, it's manic. It's crazy. It's wild. It is. It is. It, again, it's like, of course, other bands have done stuff like that, but better. But <clears throat> and uh, that's that's my defense of uh, that's all I got for I, this. I want to get in your pants. It's fucking retarded, dude. It's awful. Oh my god. Oh, oh yeah. Jesus, this sucks. Yeah, that's that's where you get into the like the idea is better than the lyrics. Like, oh, it's we're gonna take this phrase that men use, but in the context of the song, it's yeah. uh, it's about a cross dresser yeah. who wants to it, and it's just like okay. Um, Obviously, you know, it worked for me on like two headed sex change where right. they, they took the campiness and the the innuendos and the taboo shit yeah. and they went with it. But yeah, I want to get in your pants is very, uh, very surface level. Boring. Oh, sorry. Bend over. I'll drive. That was a Freudian slip is so goddamn boring. Oh, there's more, nothing but Freudian slips from here on out. More. It's so goddamn derivative. It's all derivative. But yeah. And then don't get fun with me. Trash. God damn. Do I not like that song? And yeah, I'm not going to defend those songs, but 
Yeah, I gave it personal best because when I went over my notes, I was like, I have more positive things to say about this album than any other album. Th- this one, it's like, it's not an obvious worst on paper. Like, because not only is it your personal favorite, but like, it's just something specific like about my soul that was like, I, sure. hate, I hate this. It's like, it's it's just it's just as predictable as every other album, but it just feels more bland. Mm. It bored me the most. It wasn't like enraging. It was just like I I fucking can't pay attention. It's like fucking just can't. To be fair, depending on the the day, they could really be any of these albums. Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> but this was like the first one where it was like, oh, this is just boring rockabilly, and I can't I can't do it. And uh, it. There's nothing that will ever get me to listen to this album ever. <laughs> Many of these albums. Are, yeah, uh, no, I'm I'm definitely not going back to it. Oh boy, but that's just what we're working with, though. Fucking wacky. It is getting wackier, though. That is the one thing I will give credit to this one because, like, from this point on, the lyrics and songs that I get, it's getting wacky and wacky and campy, and it gets funnier. But. <clears throat> We still got a or couple let me, more. Huh? Let me say like a scenario where like you end up dating a girl and hopefully she doesn't. But, you know, in the scenario, she likes the cramps. Right. I guess I would be like, I can. That's an album you're allowed to listen. You're to. <laughs> as soon as I untie you, you can put on it. One cramps album for 10 minutes. Yes. And go back in your cage. That's and what you, you do. You, exactly two, you yeah. got two or three to pick from. <laughs> <laughs> but we got three more holy shit so let's get into it this is 1994's flame job not a not a bad little riff no no but i do think a bad little song well because she stopped playing it and now it's it's just I do like his whole bull song. Anytime he goes back to me, yeah. It's pretty funny. I really like this cover, this album cover. It just seems cool. Mike's a fan of the uh, 90s crap soloing covers. I am. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's neat. It reminds me of like a, you know, like old movies like Spider Baby and shit like that. Where it just has just. It's, really, it's crazy font and a girl on the cover just holding a weird random item. Blowtorch. In that case, the blowtorch. Yeah. Um, I will say this album kind of. Out of all their albums, felt the most influenced by by like hard rock. Did it? Interesting. <laughs> all right, let's 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 uh, you know, so whatever, that's fine. Um, let's get fucked up. That's where I can like hear. Really, uh, like hard rock influence a little bit. Song, hate that song. And then, uh, much like in uh, Brainiac, I forget what they said in Brainiac about Chihuahuas. Oh, Chihuahua, Chihuahua, Chihuahua. Yeah, he says here something about a Siamese Chihuahua, and I'm like, you son of a bitch, you did it. Love a good Chihuahua. Yeah, I can't gloss over Ultra Twist. That was like their first TV appearance. I believe it was on Late Night with Conan. Oh, on Conan, yeah, which is neat. I uh, don't like the song. It's not too bad, but it's like what sh- it was. It gave me a really bad like. That's the single that I. That's not a good sign for the. <laughs> I'll, yeah, at this point, 
it this feels like their singles are kind of random um i will say uh, maybe i should have brought it up in the beginning of the episode but like yeah watch videos of these people performing live because motherfuckers doing it in like high hills oh, yeah. and like skin tight leather oh, and it's spectacle and even though i don't like the music it's impressive it's a it's a show they're, yeah. they're performers they 100 they they got the aesthetic fucking down oh like, for sure they like yeah that is why they they were who they are it's not because these are good songs yeah. <laughs> like, holy shit these are not good songs in my opinion but i do hate this album i hate this album <laughs> and, almost as much as the, the last one really yeah, wow I, yeah i don't mind this little like two album 90s or yeah i guess you know what i don't mind the 90s 90s period i i feel like i guess when you're a one trick pony it's hard to it's hard to fuck it up where like a lot of bands we cover they get a little older they get a little usually they turn into the cramps much like the new york dolls and the misfits they turn into the that's actually correct yeah but when you start off as the cramps you stay that's the crap yeah yeah there's no there's no there's no no it is there's fucking, no bottom of the barrel there's no upward you are the bottom of the barrel you, so <laughs> i hate them but, I, but goddamn i don't give a i don't give a hoot i do think this I, that's the thing like you got to respect the this performance aspect of it like the whole the, the 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 bringing the whole persona to life and because mm-hmm. that, that shit is actually very hard and you see a lot of people who who are amazing musicians and writers and just dog shit performers mm-hmm. slint <laughs> one of my biggest influences in my life i love them more than anything they are the biggest dorks who just stand there fucking I love it. if it sounds good. I love it. And it sounds flawless. Yeah, it sounds flawless. It. Yeah. But they, it's not a visual thing. I know. And maybe I'm not there for the visual yeah. thing. But the thing is, the thing is that it does contribute to that. You fucking, I sorry, I got to bring up Lingua Gnota. The visual yes. on st- on stage is insane. It is incredible music coupled with this crazy fucking spectacle. Let me let me say a band that I think is incredibly boring live. Fucking Slayer. Sl- Oh yeah, I agree. They just stand there. They just stand there. They just stand they there. They just stand there. It's good, but they just stand there. Honestly, they might be the, the most boring of the big of the big four. I think so. Just to to watch, well, at least in their older age and early days, they're a little crazier. But yeah, yeah. Even even in old age, Anthrax, they're running around on stage. Scott Ian will never not be charming. Yeah, I'll never not love that man. That man. That man. Uh, but I digress. This this album does have some dog shit. Sando ooh. County Auto. Oh, see, Sado County Auto Show. I like the th- lyrics and the the concept. I think it's goofy and silly. The song it's is generic surf. Too fucking repetitive even for this band. And then a song that's up there with Goo Goo Muck. Naked Girl Falling Down, down the, the stairs. stairs. Utter shit. <laughs> I fucking hate it. It's bad. It's, it's not good. Bad. It's <laughs> real bad. Oh, man. This is just two hours of shit shitting on a beloved band but I, what do you I, want me to do it's uh, it's like it's just fucking surf over and over yeah. again like i oh my god and then i didn't even write the original lyric down i should have though because i don't know what he's trying to say on strange love yeah I don't, I don't like the way he pronounces words on that song there's like a point where it sounds like he's saying sweet l's honey uh-huh i think he's trying to say sweet as but it sounds like sweet l's 
<laughs> I actually don't mind that song. I think it's some cool percussion in there compared to most things they do. Uh, it's one of the few things I was like, oh, wait, they're actually, they have percussion there. Interesting. Uh, but uh, also, uh, what is it? Sinners is the first song to feel like their early stuff in like four albums. You thought so? Yeah. I, I think I was just like in it that I didn't even. This is, yeah, one of my least favorite albums of theirs. Uh, and like the songs like Nest of the Cuckoo Bird, I think it's actually, it's fine. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm customized. Like, my fatigue was like, I can't take anymore. It's fine. It's not a bad song, but I can't, I can't listen to it again. Uh, so it's like, again, there's nothing here of actual good note. The song, I will, I will say this album starts off better than it's kind of misleading. I think, uh, I think the first few songs definitely have more, more energy and are more entertaining. I found things to enjoy on this one a little bit. Whereas the last one, I was really struggling and over and I was like still bored, but Mm -hmm. just marginally less bored at this point. I'm like, oh, they're just doing this and I can't, I, I'm going to, I can't take this. Yeah. I'm done. I, yeah, I couldn't take it. I turn around, starting from the next album where it's, I feel a little differently, but this nineties slump, I don't know what it is about it that I just, Mm. I can't fucking do it, but we got a couple more. So we do. This is 1997's. Big Beat from Badsville. I hate it already. <laughs> Although if the song was called Crap Stomp instead. Huh? If the song was called Crap Stomp. Crap Stomp. Crap Stomp. It'd be a different dance if you're doing this song. Yeah, yeah, I might like that. So this is a uh, another rock and roll song, it sounds like. I wrote, I'm 100% sure we've heard this song multiple times before. Of course we have. Yeah. I think it's a good opener, honestly. It's the same song, but this production is some of the fattest they've ever had. Um, it's also really grimy, really dirty. This feels like the most unnecessary album. I kind of get... I understand the other albums, like why they're there, but this one, I'm just... I think you all know how that song goes on and ends. Yes. Doing doing the cramp stop. Um, I, I didn't... Uh, so, big, big news, big old news. The only album with no covers on it. Oh, the yeah, that's whole, right. Whole album of originals. And it's, yeah, it's one I, uh, I guess, you know, they start off and it's just all downhill for me. I don't mind this one. This one brought me back around. Interesting. In, in relatively. So don't hate this one nearly as much as the last couple. Uh, and, and yeah, it's, they're all they're all predictable. They're all the same song. We know that at this point, like if I keep complaining about it, I'm the problem at this point. You're like, I know I'm what this keep, is. I know what this is. Keep complaining. So I'm just finding the things I like now. At this point, it's only the things that I find interesting. So production on this album is real. It's the dirtiest since the the early records, mm-hmm. and it, it's fuzzy. It's super fuzzy, like all over the place. The but the buzz the bass is super damn buzzy and fuzzy. And I think it works pretty well. Uh, it might be my favorite, not my favorite production, but like, because I still like the early style the most, but like this is, 
Ugh. how you how you do it with the fucking with a bass player now mm-hmm. like this is how you be dirty and grimy with a full fat lineup uh but having said that still a lot of monkey with your tail fucking stupid it is very bad cute monkey sounds bad song <laughs> Not very fucking good. super goo. Okay, real bad, real forgettable, pretty bad. Yeah, not good. And then I don't know if I disimagined it and I was too lazy to triple check, but I feel like you got like super goo, hypno sex ray, and burn she devil burn. I think they all have gibberish in them. I hope so, but I do like hypno sex ray. I think it's pretty strong. Burn she devil burn. I actually think is not bad. Interesting, How, but it does. This is, I don't know if it's the first instance, but it's definitely one of the one of the only instances in the entire discography where you could fucking hear the stand-up bass, the slapping, mm. the fucking rockabilly shit. I'm kind trope. of amazed it took them that long. Yeah. To uh, do it. This is the most that song, Burnt She Double Burn, I think is the most psycho psycho they've ever sounded. Yeah. And that might be like their only psychobilly sounding song. And it's mostly because that fucking slapping bass. Yeah. And I like it's it's such a weird characteristic of a genre just to to hear the the whacking of the the strings like that's how you know it's psychobilly when you hear yeah so cool I guess I don't fucking get it I mean I would rather hear the bass the actual notes but whatever you know it's just taste but Peter Gunn of course they use that fucking riff of course they use that kind of like spy like 1950s oh, right of course they fucking wait a do. minute peter gun uh that yeah that's right that's one of the bonus tracks uh bonus tracks start at the well, the, the album ends at uh uh Hina. Uh, i'm gonna take a nap during this podcast Hina is rough yeah it is so rough so and <sighs> I, I don't know why i wrote that like Badass bug is stupid, but it kind of works. It's so <laughs> stupid. I wrote big badass bug. The amount of bees in that song was so heavy. Oh boy! I hope when uh, I know some people, some people do this, but specifically with them, I hope he like that's how he writes songs. Is he just like is this gibberish, and then he fills in. Like finds a, the words that fit what's giving me a boner today all right i'm gonna write about that yeah but uh i think of all the bonus tracks uh, i walked all night is actually really strong it's another cover by was it hargus hargus robbins i don't know who he is old blues guy i'm assuming studio guy but uh yeah it's a good song and the rest it's again it's like i i like wet nightmare you know it's, it's oh, poison ivy's now playing some theremin mm. which is a very very again on brand you, get you, do the one, you do the one thing. Huh? You do the one one thing in one song, and then you just move away from it. You figure out how to play one theremin riff. Well, I, you and know, that's, I, all, that's all you give them. You don't do riffs on theremin. You just wiggle around like you're from Mars. I like, know. Uh, it's neat. Again, uh, also, surprising that that wasn't included earlier based on the whole campiness of the band. That's true. It's very like 1950s sci-fi yeah. movies. Exactly. Theremins. Uh, and what is it? Um, Queen of Pain. I think Lux sounds pretty good on there. Good. I mean, but it's... 
I mostly just like the fuzzy bass. Like that's the that, I, that's what's getting you through this album. That's what I the took. Fuzzy bass. What I took from the album, the fuzzy bass. It's the heaviest album they have, I think, maybe ever. Uh, and I, it's I, again, other than that, I just don't know how they're like. Let's go into the studio and hold on. Let me. All right, let's record it. Like how? That's every song. That's every song. I kind of get it early on, you know, whatever. But like at this point in your career, how do you? How are you like? Okay, this warrants being recorded. Uh, I record sales and staying. Was this one on Epitaph? It might have been. Yeah, I think this was on Epitaph. This was Epitaph. Holy shit! I feel like Epitaph put out any, anyone's record at though. this point. God damn! <laughs> Not even at this point. Like going on twenty years. Like <laughs> we have one more album left, but <laughs> I can only imagine that Rory stopped watching like fucking hour. Oh no, no, he paid for this <laughs> exactly. But we're just shitting all over one of his favorite bands. <laughs> There's got to be people who don't. I hope some people are requesting or no. Do I want that? No, I'm not even gonna say it out loud. No, like, or like they, they just want to hear us talk about it. They may not even be fans. A this. lot of it, yeah, some sometimes, uh, yeah, yeah. But this, the ones that pay us usually like the. <laughs> <laughs> he likes the- Rory. What are you doing? Here? I'm sorry. I love his taste. He's such a punk guy, dude. He's like he he's right there with me. With all the punk stuff, hey, except here, except here. Apparently, on weekends, he likes to puff up that pompadour, put on a leather jacket, fucking and- uh, railroad spiked stilettos, fucking- howl at some dames. Hell yeah! But fucking maybe fix up a, a old beat up Trans Am. Yeah, mm. but. One. We just there. wrote a cramp song there. Hell yeah! I could come up with a riff in like three <laughs> seconds. Tell me one of my mini guitars. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, really? no, 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 don't do it. Uh, uh, one left, and we know how Alex feels. And I, it's just by default, really. And here's why we have to discuss it because no one's talking about this album. No one's talking about this. Are album. they not? I've never fucking one. Judging by the album cover alone, why would anybody talk? Well, whatever. Let's get to it. This is 2003's last album, Fiends of Dope Island. Satan, baby. Satan. That is a awful album cover. Yeah. Oh my god. I loved all the 90s covers. Yeah. Because it had a great rich vintage vibe. Yeah. This is. It looks like a promo for Universal Studios Horror Nights. And not even. No, they could do better than that. Let's see. In 2003, this is exactly what they were doing. So this song has cool words in it. Big Black Witchcraft Rock. I'm like, I want to hear that song. Yeah. Yeah. And then I hear the song. All right, all right. Hi. Yeah. yeah. He sounds great, honestly. I love him on this album. <laughs> As someone who's well documented, well, documented that I love haggard old punk men when they. But he just kind of sounds the same. He doesn't sound older. No, he sounds fine. Find some fool and have some fun. Look out, baby. The big black witchcraft. Oh, I think that's a terrible song, but I do like it. 
Silas gave this worst, least favorite, because I'm like, there, there's a lot I don't like. I, but there's no way fans like this album. There's... I just... I felt like the last album was unnecessary, so this, like piles on but i get like oh we'll come back for one last hurrah i get why they did it i think this is one of their stronger albums really i and it, i was right there with you when i when i before i hit play i was like this is obviously the fucking worst i don't even want to listen to this album and i didn't the, think the, obviously the, i had to like well he, so i thought obviously I did, I, I did like an overview before i assigned it that so i i thought that would be the case and then i heard the first song I'm like I was right. This sucks. Yeah. And then the rest of the album comes. I'm like, ah, oh, this is not bad. Dude. This is pretty funny. It's not bad, dude. It's not, it's not that bad. Weird. Cause like, dude, Papa Satan sang Louie. It's uh, evil blues. I was already sick of it. By, by the time. And it was like, it's fine. I'm already sick of this album. Whatever. Yeah. Fine. It's not that bad. It's, it has a good production. It's, it, it performed well. And then, Hanging comes on, and I'm like, all right, it's got a really good fuzzy bass, and I like, mm-hmm. like, let's like for some fuzzy bass. And then Fisher of Rolando comes on, and I was like, wait a minute, acoustic guitars? All right, they've never done that, at least not to my knowledge. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear it and notice it at any point. Uh, and so throughout all these songs, I'm like, okay, and the lyrics are making me chuckle, and it's like they're really gross, and like, ah, oh, fuck yeah, dude, just get into it, just get into it, Sailor get into it, dude. Interesting. <laughs> and uh, fucking doping boogie it's fun it's noisy uh and the song taboo which i thought it's a cover i don't know i forgot who it's by uh i think it's like i didn't care for the song itself but see bob russell margarita uh luchona or something uh i think it, i don't like the song so, so much but it's good for pacing it's like a it's like a cowboy ballad it, it's it changes the feel of the album it comes in at the right time that song kind of made me think of chris isaac's wicked games and I was like, this should be the Cramps Wicked Games. And in a way, I guess it is. In a way. Lyrically, I think it is. <laughs> but because it's the Cramps, it's not good. <laughs> it has good guitar work in there, too. It's some, it's some, a, some cool some cool. Licks. Are you this fucking listen to Wicked Games? You can listen to Wicked Games. Uh, Elvis fucking Christ. Mm-hmm. Very fun. Very punky. I actually liked it. I like the lyrics too. Uh, she's got balls. Also, not that bad. That, that was very similar to "Kiss My Ass." They're all the same, dude. Yeah. They're all the That's same. Fucking the one song. One song. I'll, I'll. I don't know why. I don't know why. The one song I will give credit to is uh, "Mojo Man" from Mars. It's great. It's okay. okay. That makes me <laughs> feel like better. Much. That makes me feel it's better. Predictable, but it's got good riffs. Again, it's like just isolating the things I like about it. I know they're going to do what they do. And then we get to color me black. So color me black. And And finally, and thankfully before Lux died, they finally play rumble. Really? Oh, and and that's, it's actually rumble though. It's not, it's not similar. It's not inspired. Color me black. So we're going to put it on right now. It, it's not, no, it's not rumble. It's just ripped off. It just rips off rumble. And I'll well, tell you, like, I well, obviously it. it's called something different, but they're playing the fucking the, riffs. The main riff is the same. Okay, here we go. Here we go. I think D D E. 
And it's like a giant, the giant trouble for Pulp Fiction. Okay. Pop. Let's get that. So that is the exact same riff, complete with that tremolo effect. Yeah. That is very characteristic of, of Rumble. The bass line is like their way of changing the song. And, and obviously the lyrics. And, yeah. and the, the progressions. And this, this is the funny thing. This is the 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 very, uh, not ironic, but kind of ironic, honestly. Because we're talking about how every song follows the same exact structure and patterns. It's all, they do the riff and they do it a fourth uh, a fourth higher. And then they go back to it. And then they do the, you know, the whole they all have that same structure except that's what rumble is rumble mm -hmm. has that exact same structure so they already stole the main riff from rumble so they changed the structure of that song <laughs> so it's a different song <laughs> so it's like holy shit why did you just do that with the rest of your discography like it has different arrangements it's a different song it just has the rumble main riff <laughs> But, you know they were due. They were due to, to play it one day. Uh, I'm sure they. Assuming covered it. they didn't play it, fucking. Well, they had to have played it live or minimum sound check and in practice. I'm sure they covered it. They had to. Uh, also, streaming for some reason, the song "Wrong Way Ticket." The, the final track isn't isn't streaming, or at least not streaming on Apple. Mm. Uh, it's good. It's high energy, fast. Feels a lot like the rest. Shocker, but I think it's a solid closer. Better closer than Color Me Black. And Alex is just screaming. Dude, his body, sorry. no, I'm, his body is like, listen, I know you're not gonna say it, but we're gonna say it. Yeah, uh, there's, uh, yeah, I'm trying to stay professional. Uh, it's fucking good pro wrestling on. I'm missing for this, but damn right. we, we had to do it. <laughs> um, yeah, and then yeah, they played their last show. Two thousand. If you got nothing else, to uh, say, I should say. It's not that bad. I don't, <laughs> Alex I, doesn't like it, but it's not that bad. Ronaldo's is fucking so boring. It, yeah. Uh, and also, this Fisher, oh, Fisher, Ronaldo, Fisher of Orlando, you mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just fucking like, I'm done. I'm, I, I was done like I get three it. albums I get in. It. And I was like, you know, if there's fans, if there's fans still listening for some reason, I they probably will be less angry at me for forgiving this one. That's the thing. I have no idea because in a, in a discography where everything is so similar, you get one that's this has the most unique riffs on it. It has the funniest lyrics and it has uh, some of the best production, like mm -hmm. objectively best, like not like how I liked the last album, how fuzzy it was. That's not it. This is better produced than that album. So it has all the things that would make a better album, but it also came out 2003 and has that cover. So I feel like fans don't like it. Like yeah. That's just uh, basing it off those. It seems like fans would hate it, even though I think it's not that bad. Because I think, you know, a different day, maybe I give it to Psychedelic Jungle, but I don't want that. I don't want that smoke. Fair enough. Fair I don't enough. want that smoke. I don't know, man. I don't know what the fuck you all cramps fans feel or think about this. I don't care. I don't, get, don't give a shit. I don't like the band. So I, I have no <laughs> dog in this fight. I don't care. Yeah, uh, shit on them. But listen, we were asked and paid to listen to them. So go fuck yourself, buddy. <laughs> Sorry, I got all sassy there at the end. But so, yeah, so the last show will last show 2006. And then uh, Lux died of something I've never fucking heard of. What did in 2009 aortic dissection dissection uh see aortic di dissection I, aortic dissection 
Well, let's find. Let's I was do like, li- is that like a heart attack? And then I clicked around. I'm like, no, it's it's like own thing. This, this is this little uh, p- pithy definition. Uh, when an injury to the innermost layer of the aorta allows blood to flow between the layers of the aortic wall, forcing the layers apart. In most cases, this is associated with a sudden onset of severe chest or back pain, often described as leering. Okay, I don't know what that is. See? I I still don't know what it is. I'm like, I clicked on it. I'm like, please say it's uh, a heart attack. No, it's this This fucking weird, rare thing. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. And, uh, Completely unexpected was not like a pre-existing condition. This that's a fucking or not that he knew of. Right, right. Yeah, that's a weird one. That is a weird one. Yeah, uh, yeah, that sucks. Um, usually, you know, I have like a nice little little <laughs> bow to. Uh, I mean, this is it's just tragic I, end I to a band we didn't really enjoy. <laughs> what else is there to say? There's a mountain of shit. I said, <laughs> yeah. And I can't add to it. <laughs> There's nothing. No, there is. There is not. This was uh, a difficult one for us. And that just shows. Now we just know more what we like. All right. Yeah. You like I'm, the starter metal. I like the, the noise rock. This is just what this is who we are. Yeah. This, you know, I need, I know what I like. And, uh, you know, I'm open. I'm open to goddamn energy. I'll give every, I give it a fucking shot. Goddamn. I listen hours of my six, like at least 18 hours of my life was spent oh, listening to the craft. Yeah. At least 18, yeah. 18 hours. <laughs> Whew. Whew. Boy. But thank you all so much for listening and watching. And those of you that, that have stuck around, uh, let's do a little recap. A little recap. Shit. I fucking. I'll go first. Yeah, please. Uh, best objectively. And I think many fans would agree. 1980s songs. The Lord taught us. It's got great vibe. It's got a lot of originals, which was unusual for the early days and uh it it's it's an interesting and unique album for the way it feels not so much the, the writing as you've you know by now uh stay sick my personal favorite it's a weird one whatever i think is some of the stuff holds up it's fun what the fuck are you gonna do and worst least favorite look mom no head oh god i have have i ever been more bored i don't know maybe not though uh God, no. Okay. Uh, best songs the Lord taught us. It's just bad fucking. I don't know. They, they did. That, that's the one they nailed it. Like, that's them. Um, for some reason, look, Ma, no head, personal favorite. I just going over my notes. I was like, hey, I have less bad things to say about this album than others. And then worst, least favorite, Fiends of dope island i just i'm done i am uh holy shit if if someone likes most of this discography it would be there's always someone and there's always someone and of course cramps got super fans of course they got super fans are they fans or do they just like that t-shirt uh Album t-shirt slash album cover. If if they're an adult, I would say they're a fan. If they're in middle school, they just like the 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 cover. Yeah. 
but I think we for the next couple of weeks we we're gonna be okay. For the next couple of weeks we'll we'll be fine. We got two, three. I don't know what we're we doing. Got, <laughs> okay, we're in for some shit. But next week will be fun and, and easy. But Jesus Christ! But, <laughs> oh, we got two. We got two weeks before. Uh, we got a big one coming up, and believe me, I don't want to do it. But okay. especially uh, uh, that will be the little hit. Especially after this, I don't want to fucking do it anymore yeah, but it's, it's uh, gonna we're gonna bad. we're gonna you'll find out episode 109 you'll find out oh my god but it's okay it's okay but thank you all so much for listening and watching well fucking hey man this has been a fun one even if it was mentally and thoroughly spiritually exhausting if you want to support us please hit those subscribes and likes and on the share and the fucking notification i don't know all dude. the bells and whistles youtube sucks they're a bunch of assholes but they were there so like us please like us and uh, yeah, you can just subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere you find podcasts. If you want to hear uh, us talking only and the, the final song, because the final song is not on YouTube. That's not much of an incentive, but whatever. I said also, anyway. our podcasts will never get taken down for copyright or not yet. <laughs> well, well, I'll tell you right now, we'll never get monetized because we have all the, the clips, the music. Oh, clips in that unlikely event, we can just go and take that shit out. Yeah, yeah indeed uh we're within fair use on everything we else. are but they don't care youtube is but they they roll over for those corporations they got that fucking corporation money dude mm. but spotify playlist on the cramps you can find a link in the description uh, as well as places associated with every other episode we've done every if you want to check those out patreon.com slash every if you want bonus episodes early access to certain episodes bunch of discounts off merch check out the new merch by the way and of course rory Thank you so much. I'm very sorry for the things we've said <laughs> to you, not to the band. I'm not sorry about the, to the band. Oh, no, no, uh, not at all. Tier two lets everyone jump the line if they want to request an artist for us in case you just can't wait and you love hearing a shit on your, your fucking hero. Sorry, but you can always uh, do that. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitch and uh, Twitter at Pander Monkey. And you can follow Alex at Mother Puncher. Now that everything is all said and done. Am I getting this one? Yeah, I mean, I don't want it. <laughs> well, it's a fucking game of hot potato. We're just throwing the phone back at each other. Oh, well, if it threw back, I would, I would like mercy, mercy kill it. If you threw it back at me, I would just fucking find something. Well, I got something and I think it's just a, a good closer. All right. A good closer. And that is, we're going fever, baby. All right. We're going fever. All right. So thank you all so much for listening and watching. See ya.